Today's podcast episode is with Chelsea Dickinson, who you might know as the Sabotage Queen on Instagram. Just a heads up for those of you who might have little ones in the car, there is swearing in this podcast. It's not very child friendly, so you're probably going to want to listen to this one later. Um, But it's such a good conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so today I'm with Chelsea and I'm going to let you introduce yourself because I was looking at your bio on Instagram and I was like, how do I even explain who you are, what you do? So how do you explain who you are and what you do? That's a good question. Um, and that bio is so old. I mean, it like fits, but I'm like, it needs, it needs like a titty lift or something. I don't know. Um, how do I explain what I do? I, I lead with life coach now because I just feel like it's the most true, um, versus like a business coach. Um, I don't know. That just doesn't turn me on. So life coach, um, I feel like expression, like I help with expression, um, taking up space, being yourself. Really, I just feel like I help people be more of themselves and like be at peace with their own like dirty asshole. You know, it's like, I feel like we have so much more peace inside when we can just like be with our shadows. And, um, And also another thing that's super important to me is taking the pressure off. I just like, I, I, lately I've seen this like trend where people, especially women, I think in our like twenties and thirties feel such a pressure to like have done something insane by their thirties. And like, if they haven't, then they're a piece of shit and they just need to like hustle and hustle and get there. And they can't be satisfied. Now they have to like work and work to get to be something else than they are. And I just feel like making peace with where we are right now, like, and love, like not even loving ourselves, but just like being at peace with it is where life actually happens. Like when we can actually like open to life and like interact with it and be like touched by it instead of like using 6k months or something against ourselves, you know? Um, I don't know, random side note, but I was like looking at last year launch slot and I was like, Oh, I had like 13k months, 26k months, like all this stuff. And I was like, I don't even think I've hit a 10k month this year. Like I haven't. And I'm like, okay. Like, but for the longest, that was like a real big problem that like, you know what I mean? That like last time at this time we were way better off and we were like, everybody was obsessed with us. And right now you're just a loser and you're not doing anything. And launch slide was a year ago and you're a one hit wonder and all this shit, you know? And it's like, who gives a fuck, you know, really? I don't know. That's, that's kind of who I am, I guess. <laughs> I mean, this is why I love following you though, because it's just so honest and like raw and refreshing. And I think it's very easy when you're online to look for perfection and be like, oh, well, that doesn't look like my life or that doesn't look like me, or I don't wake up with hair like that. And yeah. something I love about following you is that it feels like you just want to have fun with it and you just want to enjoy and actually just like live your life, which I feel like we forget because we're so focused on the six figure years or whatever. Um, yeah. And the first, I think I followed you when you were launching launch slot and yeah. I joined like instantly. I didn't even know who you were. Um, <laughs> and it was so interesting to watch because I think a lot of people, they're like, look how successful I am. Look how many people are joining my things. But when yeah. you were sharing people joining, it was like, you were in disbelief. You were like, how crazy is this? And you were sharing that with us rather than being like, I'm the expert and I knew this was going to happen it was very much like holy shit like I didn't know this was going to happen like what the fuck you know and there was something about that that I loved 
Oh, thank you. It really was like that experience. Like every day it was just like, what the actual fuck? You know what I mean? Cause you're just like trudging along doing your thing, like making the amount you're used to. And then like, shit just takes, and you're just like, what? Like, this is just insane. You know, it was, it was bananas. Crazy. Why do you think that happened? Cause how many people did you get in during that launch? Ah, uh, I think it was, it ended like last year it was somewhere around like 68 or something. I think 67, maybe, I don't know. It's hard because in Kajabi, like, you know, one-on-one clients get access, mastermind clients get access. So I'm like, you know, there's a number in Kajabi, but that's not all like paid specifically for a launch let. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I need to untestle those numbers, but yeah, it was like sixties, something in the sixties. Yeah. What was your highest or like most successful launch before that? Um, I, oh God, it's a good question. I did launch attention whore before. Um, and that, that ended up getting like, I think 26 people in or something. And that was insane to me. It wasn't like, like it was insane. And I was showing up kind of similar to, to launch slut, but it wasn't as much of like this, I don't know, humongous splash. Like it was a big deal. It was like the precursor before launch slut. And it's so funny because my partner, he like is a huge attention whore fan. Like he's like, that's the best thing you've ever created. And he like, I think he's mad that like the public, like, like obsessed over launch slut. He's like, can you just please launch attention whore again? Um, so anyway, I just always find that funny. He's like, please, like she needs her spotlight. So I don't, I don't even know why or what, like why it happened. I really am a big believer in like relentlessness. So I feel like it's kind of my theory is like the more spaghetti at the wall you keep throwing and you do it every day, like something's bound to fucking stick. You know what I'm saying? Like you will find yourself through action. Like it's almost like we're like a big block of wood or ice that is just like a rectangle and through interacting with life, trying things, failing, et cetera, like things are getting chiseled away and you're just finding yourself through all of this experience. And then eventually it's going to be this like beautiful fucking masterpiece, right? Like where it's like a swan or so, I don't know what it is, but like it becomes something, right? And it, I think it probably occurred to me, like it was out of nowhere, but it was, I mean, it was a long time probably coming, you know, of me just continuing to show up and show up and show up. And this was just the domino that like fucking blew up, you know? Yeah. And the the main thing I want to ask you about is the fact that with your like language and stuff, mm -hmm. I mean, launch that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people would not even dare. And I think yeah. there's a lot of like very samey language and courses with similar names and yeah. people kind of like tiptoeing, not wanting to like piss anybody off. Yeah. You don't seem to care about that. Or maybe you do, but you don't show it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm like, I don't know why. <laughs> I honestly, okay, this is probably not the answer you thought I would give. I was a very careful person, um, probably up until like 2018. Okay. And then my sister actually had cystic fibrosis and she passed away, um, in 2018. And that was like really fucking hard, but that bitch was fucking crazy. Like my sister, Maddie was just like insane. Like she just said what she fucking thought to everyone in real time was like this wrecking ball, like 
but I fucking loved her. Like she's my soulmate. And like something happened where like she died. And then I was like, Hey, like I have nothing else to lose. And like, I almost feel like I like took the baton from her and I was like, I'm going to fucking just be myself. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And it, it wasn't like all of a sudden it was like this unearthing and there were messy parts where I'm like I'm myself and it like there's like a ringing in your ear because it's like I don't know what that is but whatever like she's figuring herself out you know um but eventually it was just like something just snapped at me I'm just like fuck it I just don't give a shit what people think I don't care what my parents think I don't care what some random bitch in Idaho thinks of me that's on Instagram like I just don't give a shit you know um And of course I have cat, like I have my little tunnels of that, right. That I do care, but for some reason, like me saying fuck or slut or cunt or anything like, and offending someone that doesn't bother me. That's not my thing that it bothers me, you know, Mm -hmm. but it did, it was a work in progress where it was just like, I don't know. I think I just got to a point where it was like, I don't know if I'm triggering someone like in that way, like, I don't know. It just didn't bother me anymore. You know, Mm. I feel like that's a shitty answer, but, (laughs) but I think it's, it's like really empowering for other people to see that sometimes for the people that are trying to like hide bits of themselves or like, I don't know, make their edges smoother and like fit in and all that kind of stuff to see someone like you have successful launches and make money and, you know, have a business, but to be very raw and you, there's something about that that makes you think, well, maybe I can do that too. And you fucking can, like you fucking can. It's just, it's being with the discomfort. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think like, I think that's where like, I've had so much crazy shit happen to me and like bad things happen where it was just like, I've felt pain, like someone on Instagram, not liking something I posted, like it, it ranks really tiny on the meter of my life. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely have times, like there are certain people I'll make friends with in real life. This doesn't happen often, but occasionally it'll be like an older man or something. And he'll like start following me on Instagram. And I'm going to be like, Oh my God. Like I totally just like talked about like giving a blow job to my business in that last post or like getting titty fucked by something. You know what I mean? I'm like, and then they like, like it. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> why do you think it, I mean, I get why it resonates with people as human. You're saying yeah. what everyone else is thinking a lot of the yeah. time, but why do you think that then leads to sales? Mm. Um, what I've been told from people is I feel safe. And I think that's what it is. I think it's like, you know, I'll talk about having shit stains on, you know, or like my vagina doesn't smell good or whatever. And I think it just makes people feel safe because they feel like there's not much anyone could bring me a client, whatever that I would like cringe at. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel comfortable with most of the spectrum of humanity. So like they feel as if they can bring that and like be in the space. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I totally get that because when I think about certain people that I have worked with, it's like, I wanted to show bits, but like not this bit over here. Cause this bit's like ugly. And I don't know if you're going to like this bit or judge me for it. So it makes sense that if someone says, here's my mess, you're going to yeah. feel more comfortable saying, well, here's my mess. 
Yes. And I think that's the accident that happens in the coaching community, like with egos and all that. And obviously I have my own ego, but, um, we feel like we need to put out this image that's like perfect. And then there comes like a lot of times in coaching relationships, like a pedestal of like your coach is presenting like they're perfect. And so part of that is something they're doing. And then the client, you know, does it as well. And there's just dynamics, right. With humans. Um, and then they don't feel safe to like bring their stuff. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just, it's also a frequency, you know, like how much shadow work, like deep, like looking at your own garbage has someone done and it doesn't matter how much marketing or how much you say it. It's like a feeling, you know what I mean? Um, and that's been probably one of the biggest things that's helped me step into like who I am now is coaches who have faced their own dirty, dirty asshole because they have helped me see, Oh my God, I could do this even more. You know, Rebecca is like a prime example of like, she just shows up so raw, so real, like and she is the real deal. Like I've, I'm in containers with her and I watch the way she handles like actual, like weird conference, like confrontation or like whatever. And like handles it with such like loving arms that you're just like, oh my God, like, what am I fucking capable of? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a downside to being like so honest mm-hmm. and open? It's a good, okay. Sometimes I think that in the past, I don't know to what extent, but I'm like, I think I've probably exploited things I'm going through for marketing when I didn't need to actually share it. Do you know what I mean? In the name of like, oh, this is my brand. Like I'm going to share everything. There's no line between me and my business. It was like, like not having any sacred space for myself in the name of this is what I'm going like, you know what I mean? And it's like, Ooh, maybe I didn't, I shouldn't have shared that. or I didn't want to share that or whatever, you know, but there's always a lesson in it. Um, you know, it's funny because I ages ago said I was going to do a podcast episode with my boyfriend because we used to work in the business together. And I was like, people are going to love this. It's going to be really juicy. It's going to be the most listened to episode. People had questions. (laughs) But do I want to put my relationship on the podcast or am I just trying to get clicks? Yeah. So I haven't done it because I think I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Yes. And and then you got to just like, maybe one day it will click and it'll be like, it'll be the vibe. Right. But it's like, I think it's that checking in with yourself. And I think it's so cool that you did. You were like, I don't know that I want to, (laughs) you know, we get to be like, this is my special stuffed animal from childhood. I don't want to fucking show it to a fucking audience. You know what I mean? Um, I found that I don't share my dogs a lot. And at a time I didn't share Brandon a lot. And people were like, Oh my God, I didn't even know you had dogs. And I was like, I think they're like my pride and joy. And I think I just like, was like, saving them for myself do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. this is like my little private thing and like I don't know I'm separating my peas and carrots a little bit (laughs) you know yeah and I think you've got to haven't you because there's something about like sharing your entire life online that feels a little bit like am I gonna regret that like there's something about being honest but also having the stuff for yourself yes a hundred percent I mean I've seen influencers who post like every fucking like and it's, if it feels good to them, fine, but they're like posting like five times an hour or more, like through their whole entire day. And they have a whole family. And I'm just like, it's too much for me. Mm-hmm. I think, you know what I mean? Like, I've got to like have my own thing, you know, to a certain extent and whatever feels good to share, then I can, you know, but I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's been a fun ish learning thing that I've been 
learning from different people is like, you, we also don't have to be the number one selling point for our offers. And that can be really hard. Like that's not something I've mastered. Um, you know, cause we want to be like, look how well I'm doing or look at this success I've had or whatever. And then we get into a funk and then it's like, well, I don't feel safe showing up and I don't want to share what I'm going through. And so now I'm just going to fall off the face of the earth and my program can't stand on its own inside of like launching that. Do you know what I mean? Cause it is separate. Can we talk about launch slut a little bit more? Because I was really intrigued at the time about like what happened after, because I, I remember thinking if this was me, and I was getting like all these sales. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't expect this. And there was like craziness is happening. I can already imagine that afterwards I would like fall off the face of the earth and need time to yeah. process and all of the things. So how did you feel afterwards? <laughs> horrible. <laughs> like horrible. I don't even know what happened to me. Like, cause I did fall off and I fell off hard. I actually, I went through the weirdest period, girl. Like it was. I do not even know, like, I don't know if it was some extra spiritual thing or like if it was just related to launch slut or what, but like, I felt like I just like lost myself, like for real, for real. Like I was not even acting like myself. I remember Brandon was like, you're, you're like, like, I don't know what is going on with you. Like your personality feels different. It was a dark time. Like it was just dark. I was like negative. I felt afraid I felt like shut down I felt scared I didn't feel safe to show myself like it was like almost as far as I had stretched like in expanding I had introverted like you know what I mean it was like snap and ah I just like OCD got bad it, it was intense I felt it was just a lot and then eventually I slowly started getting to feel better and then I did a mushroom trip like my first ever mushroom trip and then I felt like I finally got some relief and some healing um, where I was like back to myself and like healed some deep stuff. Um, it still fucks with me a little bit. Like, if I'm being completely honest, I'm just like, like at times it's like much less than it used to be, but I'm like, I feel like I'm not the same since that launch. And then I'm, I, I can feel the pressure of like, getting back to that energy. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just letting like who I am now be good. Cause like last year I had no real life really. Like I was just online all the time. And then I recently I've been really like, okay, prioritizing my in real life and like having a real life and having that balance. So it does like look way more balanced now but I, still there are times where I'm like, oh my God, like I haven't hit a 10K month. Like I like, what does this mean? Like, you know, um, but I'm fucking happy. And like, that's the truth. Like, I feel so fucking happy. I'm just having fun now. My business is not my number one anymore. And it really was. Um, and it was so cool. And I feel like I, I will have another huge successful launch at some point who fucking knows, but I don't know. I feel like I'm not even answering your question because I don't even fucking know. I don't even know like what that fucking launched it to me. Like fully. I, I'm not like surprised though, because I yeah. think, I think sometimes people think, well, when I get to this big, successful, shiny thing, everything's going to be great. And I think we forget that like with each level, there's like so much shit that comes with it. 
like this whole new identity, showing yourself you can do things you didn't think you could do, like all these expectations of doing it again. Like there's so much stuff that comes with that, that actually like quite often I've seen it be, fuck, how do I do that again? Rather than actually celebrating the thing that you just did. Celebrating the thing and then living and progressing in whatever way, instead of like, how do I replicate something from the past? How do I get it back? How do I go back there? It's like, what do I want to do now? You know what I mean? And getting to that space of like openness has been holy hell hard, like super hard. Um, I finally do feel like I'm like, okay, what now? You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like this dark cloud over me anymore. Um, but yeah, it's weird. It's fucking weird. And I don't think it always has to be like, I don't want to put that in the room for anyone. Like if you hit big success that you have to have this huge snapping back, like it just was my experience, you know? Um, yeah, it fucked me up. (laughs) But it was really not nice to see it fuck you up, but it was very human to like watch your experience as you were launching and then afterwards, and then you kind of coming back and, there was something about that whole process that was actually, I don't know, like I felt like I trusted you fully because you were very real through the process. And I think that's something that people need more of. Thank you. I think I've had moments too, like even when you just said that, where I've questioned like, oh, did I subconsciously feel like I had to have a really hard fall after this to keep being mm-hmm. relatable mm-hmm. and human? Do you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. Humans are complicated. They are so fucking complicated. Uh, it's like, damn, I just want to do mushrooms and just like chill. <laughs> but you seem really happy now. And I love that for you because that's where we create good shit from, right? Like that place of happiness and joy and fun and that like childlike wonder that like just going outside and having fun. Yes. I have literally like shit all over my desk right now in the name of fun. I don't know if you can see it, like beads and all kinds of shit. Like, thank you. I do feel happy and like, like really satisfied and just fucking happy. Probably in the first time, like genuinely since launch led, I'm not even joking with you right now. Like probably in the last month, it's, it's finally been like, wow, I feel so good. And so at home again, you know what I mean? And like launch, like, like launching or whatever just feels like a choice and just fun and not like, uh, I have to do anything that I did last year or what the fuck ever, you know what I mean? Yeah. If someone was feeling like maybe not the exact same situation of like a big launch, but if they were just feeling a bit like, I'm not enjoying this, this feels just like, ugh, like something is off. What would your advice to them be? It's a good question. Um, I mean, my number one advice is like, trust yourself. Like if I've learned anything, it's like, trust your gut number one over everything all the time because your gut never lies. Like you get to trust that. And then you get to be investigative and be like, well, what would feel fun? You know, I think there's a teacher, I, I might be Abraham Hicks. I don't know that. Um, they talk about finding the relief. I mean, multiple people talk about this, but like, how can you find relief? Like what thought my friend was just telling you about another person talking about this. What thought could I like, or what action could I do in the next 60 seconds? I would say to find me relief, like what feels like expansive, like an openness and, and follow that, you know, and 
it's not to say sometimes like things don't feel good and we need to like push through them. Right. And that's where that, like, ugh, like, is it sabotage? Is it not sabotage? And like the discernment of like, is this like an ouchie that is just like a trigger that I need to like move through and expand into? Do I need to stop the launch? Do I need to expand into the launch? And I mean, the truth is like, trust yourself, follow your gut. I don't really believe we can fuck anything up. I think it's all just like feedback. And so it's like, you know, just make a decision at some point because indecision is like super painful. (laughs) So, you know, keep opening, keep, keep looking and what find like, what brings you relief? What brings you joy? You know, because I think our, our businesses, especially in, in the name of entrepreneurship, like they can really easily devolve into the same dynamics of being in corporate or nine to five. And that's something I see all the time where people are miserable running their own businesses. And it's like, for what? Like, don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think though that like you are, and maybe this is just like the circle I'm in and the people I follow, but I definitely see less of this type of conversation. And so I think it's very easy to slip into, well, I need to have like perfect shiny systems and I need to have this funnel and I need to have this team member and everyone else is doing this and launching in this way and whatever. Um, And I actually think that one of the things that I took from following you, I sound like one of those crazy mega fans. I promise I'm not like some... (laughs) I'm so appreciative, like genuinely. (laughs) But it's just reminded me that like, oh, wait a minute. I think I've lost myself a little bit here. Like I've kind of like soaked up all these external voices that I've just lost my entire personality somewhere along the line. And if that's what I love about you, that's what I need to bring back about myself. And I think more people need to be reminded to do that because I think so many people just like lose themselves in these like containers where everyone's copying and pasting each other's content and everything sounds the same. And oh, you know? Oh my God, I do know. Yeah. And people are like dead inside, you know, they're like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, and then they, they, people can make the mistake of someone's expressed and then they'll mimic the person who's being expressed, which isn't it either. Right. It's like, what is your own creative juice? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it can take a minute to get there because it's like, ah, we were like, we played or we created and someone shut us down or told us it's supposed to be like this. And so we like, change and mold and we just want to survive I mean we all just want to fucking survive you know what I'm saying and so it's like okay when we can take a breath and be like well what actually excites me and that might even be a terrifying question asked where is my personality I mean to confront that and be like look in the mirror and be like fuck I don't know who the fuck I am anymore is terrifying but it's also like probably the meaning of your 20s um it's like okay what spaghetti do I want to throw on the wall? You know, and it's a process of unlearning. And I think, I think also not making ourselves wrong. Like if anyone listening is like, oh fuck, like I've kind of fallen into a box or like, you know, I'm, I'm playing it safe. It's like, yeah, you're trying to survive like everyone else. Like that's okay. It's not a big deal. It's not a fucking moral failing. Um, and it's like that making peace with where you're at exactly right now because I think a lot of times we find things we don't like, like, oh, I'm, I'm not taking up as much space or I'm not meeting my edges. I have like a post in my um, phone right now. That's like 
I'm so sick of the fetish of like pushing your edge, like all the time. It's like, Jesus, like I, what if I don't want to push my edge? Like, I just want to like chill. You know what I mean? I don't want to like stretch my edges all the time, but, um, I don't know. It's like, okay, you're not taking up space. Like, how can you get to a space of like, like deep self-approval around that instead of making it a problem and being like, oh, I'm bad. And I need to like shift something and do something. And like, I don't know, beating yourself up into change is like not effective either, you know, mm-hmm. um, like deep self-approval. And the book I would recommend for that is um, When Things Fall Apart by Pema Chodron. It's an incredible Ooh, good book. book recommendation. Yes. It's so good about like, um, just meeting reality and meeting yourself Mm -hmm. exactly where you are, you know? And I think that's where the safety that I can give people or people feel with me comes from is that I try really hard for the most part. I'm not perfect. Um, to just meet myself where I'm at. Um, you know? Yeah. And I really got a sense of that when I was going through launch that because it was different from any like videos I had ever watched in anything before because normally they are very like polished perfect edited whatever and like there are times when you're filming and you like I just remember when you couldn't remember a word and you just sit there in the video for like five minutes like guys what's the word and I think so many people would edit that out for fear of I don't even know like looking unprofessional or looking stupid for not knowing the word, whatever. But there was something about sitting there watching you try and figure out what the word was that made me think, why am I trying to be so perfect? Because this is great. Yes, yes, exactly. It would be so much less work, right? To like, just be yourself and not take the time to go back and edit it and all that shit, right? If somebody gets annoyed, like, fuck them. Like you can use the fast forward button. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Oh my God, I'm so happy that like was expansive. No, honestly, it's just, it's so nice to see something different sometimes and being like, oh, I don't have to do it this other way that feels really crappy for me. Um, One question I always ask everybody on the podcast is what is your biggest thing that you're struggling with in business right now? Ooh, honestly, um, how do I want to say that? I don't want to like change it. I want to make more money, like point blank. And I'm like, okay, like how do we make more money right now? And I don't think it's as much of, um, I don't know what it is. I honestly think part of what it is just to be like TMI. Um, we invested in this apartment, like renting it, um, because I like needed it. I needed it. And I like wanted it. And I'll, to be completely honest, I think I saw some fucking influencer that like had an apartment like this. And I was like, I need that. And it was like in my head that like, that would be a milestone. And so I did it and it's amazing and it's great. And I love it. And it's so expensive, so expensive. And I think I just feel now this year, I'm like, I'm fucking over it. I don't want to be in this apartment. I don't want to spend this kind of money on this anymore. And so I think my money mindset has gotten into a place where I'm like, I don't want to make the money to spend on this because I'm not choosing it. Like, I feel like I'm not choosing it. And so I'm like, do you know what I mean? Like energetically in this weird thing. And I know where I'm at with it. Um, And so I've been working with it and like, we're planning to move. Um, So I think that's part of it. Um, And now I'm just like, okay, how do I launch and have fun? So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to start launching launchlet. So I feel like it is starting to like break open, but I'm like, 
I would like to be hitting my 10K, like 10K months. Like not that I need to, but I I have a lot of desires. Like I like shit. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, where's all my money? I made so much money last year. I want more, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And I just, I want you to like repeat because we said this before the podcast started, but you were telling me your reason for launching Launch That Again. So can you just like share with everybody? Because I just love that this is your reason. Yes. I want to get some Botox. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I might as well fucking launch. Like, let's do it. I'm like, I told myself, I'm like, if you can bring in like a new $2,000, not from what I'm making, then I'll let you spend like two or 300 bucks on your Botox. Like I've never gotten Botox, but I really want it. I want to try it. Um, and so, yeah, that's where the desire came from. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> Love it. It doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. It, doesn't, it really fucking doesn't. Like, it's just money, you know? I don't know. It's just money. It's just our, like, it's not that big of a deal. And I think, I think separating our money from our worth is just so important. Because I think like a year or two ago, there's no way in hell I would have told you like, oh, I want to make more money or I'm like not hitting 10K months or whatever. Like it would have been hard. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. It's not that big of a deal. It's just money. Like, you know, it's just, it doesn't change what we're capable of inside of coaching, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not that big of a deal. It's just like the overarching theme of this podcast. Yeah. That everyone needs to hear. It's not that big of a deal. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, what is the thing people say? We're all just like tiny dots spinning around on this globe. Like, come on. This is this has been a long awaited podcast too, because I promised you a year ago that I would be on it. And then I like, couldn't like fucking find like where, and I was like, it's been, I swear to you, you have been on my list of like, get back into integrity. You have a podcast you committed to being on. You're going to be on that podcast. And I'm like, you reached out and I was like, we're doing it. Let's do it. But I think this has been perfect timing though. Maybe if we'd have done it back then, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been this. Like you've obviously gone through a lot in this past year or whatever. And I feel like maybe this is what needed to be said. I agree. I couldn't agree more. So it was perfect timing. Oh, it's always perfect timing. See, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't know. I think like when we miss balls, like when we drop balls, that was another thing just to like add that happened a lot in Launchlet is like, I dropped so many balls, mm-hmm. so many. I still have bonus modules to add to Launchlet that were like promised. I mean, there's a million modules, but there's still more that I had promised Um, because I don't know if you remember, but founding members could like request any additional module. Yeah. So I have like, um, and I, I was like such in shame about like, oh my God, you have not fulfilled completely. And I'm like, it's not a big deal. Like I got it on my list. It's going to happen. You know? Um, I feel like this last month in particular, I've been like checking off this gargantuan list of things that have been like carrying with me for like a year. And it feels so it feels so good. I owed my friend a wedding gift from a year ago. She's been on my to-do list. And then I finally saw her and I was like, here's fucking money. I'm like, here's your wedding gift. Like, I love you. <laughs> feels so good, you know, to get back and like, okay, we did it. And nobody dies. Yeah. Like if you forget a module, if you fucking oversleep for a client call, like nobody's going to fucking die. You know? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's been a huge lesson for me. And I guess, like 
because you are so you and so honest, you're not going to attract the kind of person that's going to be like, oh my God, you promised me this and it's not there yet. You're going to attract the kind of person who likes that about you. Yeah. And, and that's, that's absolutely true. Like, which I'm so grateful for because I have the coolest people in my fucking audiences and my like memberships and, and stuff. Like they're just the coolest people because that that's what you get when you be yourself and you like exude that energy, you're going to call in those people. And that's the cost, right? Of like pretending like you're perfect is you can call in people who are expecting that, right? Like I was getting ready and I was like, oh fuck, I'm probably gonna be like five minutes late to this podcast. And I was like, ah, it's I was having this inner dialogue. I was like, it's fine. You look like a person who would be five minutes late. Like nobody's <laughs> gonna be worried. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, if you can just own your own dirty asshole, tell people about it, share about it it's the perfect turnoff for people who are not your people for, you know, the complaining Deborah's of the world or whatever. Sorry, Deborah. Like it's just, yeah, you get to just be kind of like repellent. I feel like you, when you're yourself, you attract and you also repel at the same time, which is a really good thing. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, thank you so much for, for chatting with me. I know it's been like, on your long to-do list of so many things to do, but I really do appreciate it because I genuinely think that more people need to see you and to like hear this message and just step more into being 100% themselves in the, in the way that you do. Oh, thank you. It's been literally the deepest joy. This has been so fun. Good. So I really enjoyed it. <laughs> how cool is like, this is, this is our work. Yeah. Like it's so cool. We just get to get to on and hang out. Like People are going to buildings, office buildings. I don't know about you, but like when you tell somebody what you do, it's like people who are in the regular world are just like, what? Like, what is it? I'm pretty sure my neighbor, because he sees me go in and out all the time. He just thinks I'm like some sort of stay at home wife and I just clean all day. Yes. I think people in my building think that too. They're like, what is she doing? She just like walks her dogs (laughs) and she goes to Starbucks and then she goes back up. Like, I don't know. Uh, well thank you so much where can people come and find you um instagram honestly that's like the one and only at the sabotage queen i'm like not really on facebook um yeah instagram pretty simple well thank you so much thank you